You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. In the first service, Amen. Uh, and I recommend the message for you guys. Amen. Yeah. My wife was exploding Amen. in the morning. Hallelujah. Yeah, it was a very prophetic message. And uh, I recommend that you listen to it. So you have a double portion today. <laughs> Glory to God. Oh, my Lord. You should see yourself from here. It's, it's like there's a glow on you. Glory of God. Wonderful. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to go into the Word of God. And um, I trust that you are doers of the Word. Amen. Right? Yeah. And not just hearers. So you don't just listen, but you listen to apply. Amen. When you listen to apply, things happen in your life. So I'm going to speak just not for long, and we're going to have some time to make some declarations. Amen. There is a fight. There's a fight for your destiny. And you need to be aware of that. You were born and anointed to fight. <laughs> So you are a fighter already. Yeah. Wow. So don't ever get tired of fighting. Amen. Okay? Yeah. We've been talking about kingdom dynamics. Wow. And by kingdom dynamics, I'm talking about the factors that cause the kingdom to move. To, to, to move in your life, Amen. to move on the earth, Amen. to move in our communities. Amen. Because we have seen that when the kingdom is in manifestation, great things happen. Yeah. All right? Yeah. One of the things we need to understand is that um, even before Jesus came, there was a kingdom in place. And it's the kingdom of darkness. Alright? So, when everybody that is born on the earth is introduced to the kingdom of darkness. That's a reality that some people don't want to face. But let's look at 1 John chapter 5. <clears throat> look at verse 19. It says, We know that we are of God, and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. What does it say? The whole world. Yeah. Does that include where you were born? Yeah. Yes? yes? Does that include your village? Yeah. Does it include your city? Yeah. Does it include your community? Yeah. Does it include your country? Yeah. We know that we are of God. That is true. But don't forget the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. And we know who the wicked one is. Who is the wicked one? Satan. So he got this from Adam. Okay? When Adam sinned, Adam gave him over everything 
That is sad, but that's what happened. Adam thought he was just eating a fruit. But he didn't realize in the spirit he was mortgaging humanity. So, since that time, the enemy has been ruling. Okay? God is still God. <laughs> I know it disturbs some people's <laughs> theology. God is still God. He's still sovereign. And, uh, but if you remember when Jesus was being tempted, we've read this before. Let's look at it in Luke chapter 4. St. Luke's Gospel chapter 4. The enemy took Jesus up on a pinnacle um, and showed him. He showed him all the kingdoms of this world. Right? And their glory. And he said to Jesus, if you will worship me, bow down and worship me. He said, I'll give them all to you. Yes? Luke chapter 4, verse 9. No, no, not verse 9. Verse 5. Then the devil, <coughs> taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of this world in the moment of time. He showed who? Jesus. All the kingdoms of the world. Right? He showed them to Jesus in the moment of time. And the devil said to him, All this authority I will give you. And their glory. For it has been delivered to me. And I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you will worship before me, all will be yours. Question, was Satan lying? No. He wasn't lying. He said, all the kingdoms of the world. And that's why you see from the time, from, from the ancient times, if you are aware of history, you find that the kingdoms that rise, the empires that rise, they are so brutal. When you read about Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar, he was, um, he was a very powerful king. All right? He even, he even captured the Israelites. People like Daniel served under Nebuchadnezzar. So even that kingdom of Nebuchadnezzar <laughs> what, what was the power behind it? Satan when you read when you read the book of Ezekiel it talks about the king of Tyre yes Ezekiel was prophesying against the king of Tyre. That was a kingdom, a king of Tyre. But who was he addressing? If you read Ezekiel 28, you see it there. He was addressing a personality behind the king. Do you understand? You read the book of Daniel, you see the prince of Persia. When, when, when Daniel prayed and his prayer the angel was dispatched with the answer to his prayer but for 21 days Daniel was fasting and praying and when the angel finally broke through the angel told him the angel Gabriel told him he says the prince of Persia withstood me 
For your information, Persia was a physical kingdom and had a physical ruler. So the physical ruler could not have stopped Angel Gabriel. Are you understanding? He could not have stopped Angel Gabriel because he doesn't have what it takes. There is no king on earth who can stop an angel. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. So these are ruling spirits. They are ruling spirits over nations. They are ruling spirits over territories. They are ruling spirits over communities. Depending on their rank. So Satan showed Jesus all of them. From the beginning to the end. From one end of the earth to the other. Look at all of these. He says to Jesus, I'm going to give them to you. All you need to do is simple. Just bow down and worship before me. And I'll give it to you. It's interesting how Satan fights. The way Satan fights is not the way you think he fights. He uses wisdom to fight. He uses wisdom to fight. So we're talking about kingdom dynamics. And I want to emphasize something that I call kingdom aggression. Somebody say kingdom aggression. Okay, kingdom aggression, you will need to be aggressive. All right? If you are going to fulfill your destiny, you must be aggressive. If we are going to, if you are going to become who you are supposed to be, you must be aggressive. I don't care how calm you are. Do you understand? I don't care how peaceful you are. When it comes to your destiny, you better know when to be peaceful and when to fight. You better know. Oh, why is it that everything about my life, I have to fight for everything. That's right. That's the way to go. All right? You fought to be conceived. So, I mean, you fought. Yes, you fought other spermatozoa and you beat them to it. And you got conceived. So why do you stop fighting? So if you fought to be conceived, I have news for you. You have to fight to fulfill your destiny. You have to fight. There's no other way. Hello, touch your neighbor. Say, I'm sorry, there's no other way. You have to fight. Yeah, you have to fight. You have to fight to fulfill your ministry. You have to fight to establish that business. You have to fight to grow that business. Do you understand me? You have to fight to get that degree. You have to fight to get promoted. You have to fight to rise. You have to fight for everything. You must be aggressive. You have to fight to keep your family. You have to fight. If you don't fight, you will lose it. Amen. Because there is another kingdom that is after it. That's just it. There is another kingdom. The whole world is under the sway of the wicked one. Alright? The whole world. And everywhere in this world, God even the Bible calls Satan the God of this world. The God of this world. So not only is he a prince and a ruler, he is also a God of this world. So how do you go against a God without counter power? How do you go against another king without counter power. 
You just go, oh, you know, um, unless you want to go and bow and worship. Like he offered Jesus, if you will just bow down and worship before me, I'm going to give you all of this. But what he didn't tell Jesus is that if you bow down, and even if I give you all of this, you are still under me. Which is what he doesn't tell people. It's like when people go to the Sangoma, they say, oh, go and bring this, go and bring that, go and bring this, go and bring that. You go and bring it. You know what? All those things you bring to them are tokens of your submission. Yeah, that's what they are. So it's a spiritual principle. You have, you have obeyed. So the moment you obey, you are under. Romans chapter 6, verse 16. You see it there. You are servants to whomsoever you obey. You understand? Do you not know that to whom you present yourself slaves to obey, you are that one's slaves whom you obey? Huh? Whether of sin leading to death or obedience leading to righteousness. So when, when, when the Sangoma say, go and bring a yellow goat. <laughs> and a, br- <laughs> a white chicken. And then make sure that that chicken lays a black egg <laughs> bring that egg they'll tell you some things that you can get some that you cannot get and then they say well I can help you to get that one but you have to give me so much okay all of that the moment you obey you are subservient to that <coughs> so those demons that he works with he just goes to them and says, look, this person is still under us. This is a token of his or her submission. So please, grant him or her temporary relief. Then the person will come, oh, I'm better now. You are in a worse situation. But you don't know. Because now they have something that they are holding Amen. against you. Yeah. Anytime they need you, they know what button to press. Yeah. So he wanted Jesus, just bow and worship before me. That's all. Jesus, I'm not, I'm not here for a fight. I'm not here for anything. I know you want this kingdom. Remember that Jesus, when Jesus was born, and the wise men came. What did they say? There is a king that has been born. When they went to Herod's house, what did they say? <laughs> a king has been born. They saw the star from the east. And they traveled all the way to pay obeisance to this king. So Satan knew that Jesus came as king. And as king, that means there is a kingdom. There is a contest of kingdoms. Do you understand? And that's why Herod said, when you found him, just come and tell me. So that I can also go and, and worship. Huh? But... Herod was planning to kill him. Because the moment a kingdom is involved, it's a matter of life and death. I'm telling you. So the moment you now say, I want to begin to walk in my kingship. Oh my. You can be a Christian. Don't, it's okay. The moment you talk about being a king, that's a bone of contention. The moment you say, I want to fulfill my destiny, part of your destiny is being a king. 
That's a bone of contention. Unless you want to live a mediocre life, don't disturb anybody, huh? Don't become anything. Just be peaceful, making peace with everybody. With even the devil, you sign a peace package, <laughs> a, a peace treaty. Yes, just compromise. And there will be no... And even if you did that, it doesn't mean that you are free. Because he hates you. He hates you with a passion. It, the hatred he has for you, you can't even imagine it. You haven't seen hatred before. Why? Because you are made in God's image. That's enough. You don't have to do anything. You just need to appear. <laughs> you just need to appear. That's all. It's not about being strong, being weak. Just appear. You're an enemy. So, what would you rather do? Just get ready for a fight. Because it's, the war has already been declared. Do you understand? He's not going to stop until he finishes you. This is the truth. I'm telling you. So, we need kingdom aggression. Okay? Get up, look for the fight in you. Because it's right there inside you somewhere. Okay? He has made you kings and priests. Kings are anointed for battle. So if he has made you a king, that means you are a fighter. You are a fighter. You might be a peaceful fighter, but you are a fighter. You might be a quiet fighter, but you are a fighter. Hallelujah. You don't have to be rowdy, noisy, and whatever. But you just have it inside you. You know, I can tell when I look at you. Because where you are right now, if you did not fight some battles, you will not be where you are. Am I correct? You had to fight. There were times you fought. And that's why you are still where you are. In fact, that's why you got to where you are. But some people forget the fight. And they now want to go on vacation. It's okay to be on vacation at the time for vacation. But if it's time for war, it's time for war. Do you understand? Amen. Yeah. There are battles God will fight for you, but there are battles you must fight for yourself. Amen. Why? Because he has anointed you. Yeah. He has anointed you for battle. So you can't have all that anointing and be saying, God, please fight for me. No, 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 no. He will fight for you in areas where you don't know. <laughs> Do you understand? So there are some areas in your life, there are some areas in your destiny you don't know you should be fighting. He will fight in those areas. But then there are some areas that have been revealed to you. You need to stand up and fight for it. How many people want to progress? You want, you want to progress? You want to become something? You want to make impact? Then you need to start fighting. Yeah, that's it. I'm ready to fight to finish. Hallelujah. Amen. So, there, are, there is a kingdom of darkness. There are parallel kingdoms on the earth today. But you see, until the body of Christ, until the church rises up to a point where we begin to manifest the kingdom of God, hell will continue to rule. And that's the challenge we have. We are not good at fighting. We're good at fighting each other. Come on. Yeah, but you, you don't know when you are fighting each other that it is actually hell that is fighting you through each other. Yeah. 
But we must fight the good fight. Not a bad fight. Amen. The good fight of faith. Amen. You're already destined for greatness. Amen. You're already anointed. Amen. In fact, you're already great. Amen. You're already a king. Amen. And he now just says, you just fight. Flex your muscles, exercise your muscles. Because if you don't fight in eternity, you're going to be, you know. <laughs> Do you know that what, what are you going to rule over? We like to read those parables. Jesus said, oh, you've been faithful over a few, become ruler over much. Hmm? A ruler that cannot fight. Can't rule. Yeah. There is no nation. Huh? If the nation is not ready to fight. To fight. To maintain it, her sovereignty. That nation is going to be history. Because there are some people that will. Some other nations that will invade that nation one day. You remember how Saddam just got up and decided, Kuwait, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want it. Yeah. Yeah. And he just moved. Yeah. You see, I mean, they've been at peace. You know, all, all of a sudden, the guy just got up and said, no, this is part of. So if you don't develop that fight, that's the same way Satan will just come and say, no, I want Huh? Yeah. I want your son. I want, you know, I want your wife. I want your husband. I want your. That's just how he operates. I want your future. Huh? Will you allow him? He said, I. <laughs> so this thing is real. Tell your neighbor, say it's real. Yeah. Yeah, this, this is the real world that we're living in. This is the real world we're living in. We have to be ready to fight. Amen. We must be aggressive. Look at Luke chapter... Luke chapter 16, I think. 16 verse 16. This 16 verse. Okay, that's right. The law and the prophets were until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God has been preached. And everyone is what? Pressing into it. Okay, the kingdom has been preached from the time of John. John came and started preaching the kingdom. He said, from that time until now, huh? the kingdom has been preached and everyone is pressing into it. If you don't press, you're not going to get it. Do, do you get my point? So there is need for some kind of force. There's, there's a need for some kind of exerted effort. There is need for a kind of aggression. Hallelujah. Amen. When it comes to things of the kingdom, you have to be a fighter. Amen. You have to be a fighter. When you look at the nations of the earth today, they have their military together. They have their defense, everything. They, it, you, you need to see the budgets that nations have for defense. My goodness. Some of them, you don't even, they, they don't even tell you everything. Yeah, because some people will just begin to make noise. They don't understand. You need to be so equipped that your enemy looks at you and he's intimidated. And he knows, I can't try it. Because if I try it, he's got this, he's got that, he's got this, he's got this weapon. You see, 
And you would think, why, why are they spending so much money? And there are so many poor people around. You haven't seen poverty until war comes. When war comes, that's when you see real poverty. I'm telling you. I mean, I was in Sierra Leone before the war. Went there and after the war, the difference. Oh my God. It's like a city and a desert. You see, so every, every leader, every nation will try to, to position itself in such a way that, look, they need to understand that my military might is, is intact. Right? Why? Because if there is anything. I was looking, watching a video, and I saw this. Uh, I think it was after Trump came into power. A long train of, arm, of armored cars going into South Korea. I was watching this thing almost for five minutes. Just what is he saying? It's a statement to North Korea. No, we are not doing anything. Just, just know we are ready for you. Do you understand? It's just, it's just a statement. Yeah. I said, wow, this man. He just came in and he just said, look, we're going to blow you. Yeah. Now, I don't, I don't, now, I'm not a politician and I don't have any political dreams. I'm not interested in politics. I don't, I don't have any, there's nothing political about me. Okay? But I have news for you. When I watch these guys, I look for principles. What, what are the key principles? How can, how, what is it that they are doing that is kingdom related? And it's amazing. How many people notice that we don't hear about ISIS anymore? What, what happened? What happened? Huh? Uh, have you noticed? <laughs> so you just need somebody to come up and say, hey. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Those guys have gone on the... I don't know what, what happened <laughs> to them. So let me not even say what I don't know. <laughs> but I just noticed that it's not happening anymore. There are kingdoms and there are kingdoms. Yeah. So there, when another kingdom comes, <laughs> Jesus said, when, a, 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 when a, a strong man yes. Huh, yes. has his goods secure, yes. the place is in peace. Yes. But when a stronger than he yes. ha. When a stronger than he comes. Hmm? Let's read that scripture. My Lord and my God. Where is it? Mighty God. Jesus is Lord. The kingdom is real. You will fulfill your destiny. Luke chapter 11. Let's look at Luke chapter 11. Jesus was casting out demons. Right? And these people accuse him of casting out demons by Beelzebub. Verse 14 of Luke 11. And, and then Jesus said in verse 17. But he knowing their thoughts said to them. Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and a house divided against itself falls. If Satan is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? Now, I want you to notice there, Satan has a kingdom. Yes, yes, yes. Satan has what? 
a kingdom. Jesus said, if he's divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? All right? So, a lot of the things that we are seeing around are manifestations of Satan's kingdom. A lot of the crime. A lot of the pain. Do you understand? It's all manifestation of Satan's kingdom. The wars that we see, they are manifestations of Satan's kingdom. The conflicts we see are manifestations of Satan's kingdom. The sicknesses we see are manifestations of Satan's kingdom. All right? So, Satan's kingdom is intact. He's not, he's not divided against himself. That's just what Jesus is trying to say. All right? And he says in verse 19, If I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, they will be your judges. But I like what he says in verse 20. He says, But if I cast out demons with the finger of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Now, what does that mean? Jesus is saying, when the kingdom of God comes, the kingdom of darkness has to leave. So Jesus brings the kingdom of God, demons have to leave. That's how he casts out demons. He casts out demons by bringing the kingdom of God to displace the kingdom of darkness. Do you understand? Yeah. yeah. So when there is sickness, what we need is to deal with darkness. Amen. Because sickness is not heavenly. Yes. In case you didn't know. There's no sickness in heaven. Alright? If I cast out demons with the finger of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Then the next verse, what does it say in the next verse? It says, when a strong man, fully armed, guards his own palace, his goods are in peace. Amen. Yes? But when a stronger than he comes upon him, somebody say, when a stronger than he, when a stronger than he comes, upon him, comes upon him, hallelujah. So his goods are in peace until a stronger one comes. ISIS was in peace until a stronger power came. That's all. That was all that happened. Superiority of power, displacement. <laughs> That's it. So you need to be able to bring the kingdom in and displace the darkness. Hallelujah. When he's stronger than he comes upon him and overcomes him, he takes from him all his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoils. Amen. That's what we're going to do. Amen. We will divide spoils in this land. Amen. Yes. But you need to be ready to confront. You need to be aggressive. All right? M many Christians are not aggressive. They don't want to be aggressive because the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. Huh? Listen, the reason for peace is war. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Peace doesn't just happen. No. There has to be a readiness for war. Yeah. There has to be a readiness for war. So I'm ready to fight. 
Are you ready to fight? Amen. If you are going to become who you are supposed to be, Amen. you got to fight. Yeah. Got to fight. Yeah. Don't be quick to surrender. Yeah. Some people surrender without even a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Satan just comes, oh, okay, okay. I'm, you know, I'm not part of them. You know, all those people that keep binding you. No, 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 no. Me, I'm not <laughs> there. I'm not with them. Hey! Yes. So, the, the principle is this. When the kingdom of God comes, another kingdom has to give way. It's always like that. One kingdom will have to give way to the other kingdom. A superior kingdom will displace an inferior kingdom. Okay? So, that's why we need the kingdom of God to manifest. Why? We want to displace the kingdom of darkness. So, you can actually walk into a place and things just change. The, a whole community can change because you came. A whole, I mean, a whole environment can be changed just because you came. But you have to develop that strength. You have to develop that faith. You have to develop that fight to a point that when you come, they start surrendering. That's what Jesus experienced. When he comes, oh, son of David, no, 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 no. There's no fight. Remember, it's not time. Have you come to torment us before the time? Because they knew that he has the power to torment them. Why is that not happening today? Why should demons be comfortable in our midst? There's something wrong. Something is wrong. Hallelujah. <clears throat> so, you have to be ready to fight. Just what I'm trying to tell you. It's simple. You have already been anointed to fight. Okay? So you're not trying to wind up anything. It's there inside. It's part of your DNA. Okay? You are made in God's image. The Lord is a warrior. He's a mighty man of war. Huh? He is Jehovah Sabaoth. Okay? And you are made in his image. So that means you can do what he can do. You can do what he can do. Yes, Are you ready Amen. to fight? Let's fight for what belongs to us. Amen. Let's fight to become who we are supposed to be. Amen. There's nobody in this place that is not destined for greatness. But it will not happen without a fight. Stop complaining. Kings don't complain. They take charge. They take charge. So get up and then take charge. Alright? Instead of saying, oh, these people are doing this. No, 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 no. That is not... Have you ever seen Jesus complain? Throughout the Gospels? Was any? No. He would just open his mouth and say something, and that's it. Come out of him. It's gone. Why? And you are supposed to operate like that. He says, The works that I do shall you do, and greater works than this, because I go to the Father. Amen. There's a fight in you. Amen. And I want to wake that fight up. Yes. Amen. Look at Matthew chapter 11. Jesus said, the kingdom of God. Um, he said, from the days of John the Baptist. Is it chapter 11? 
from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffers violence. And the violent will take it by what? By negotiation. By diplomacy. Huh? By force. Look at verse, 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 um, verse 12. Matthew 11, verse 12. It says, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. And the violent take it by force. You need to take your destiny by force. Do you understand me? You need to take it by force. Let's read it in the NIV. I like the NIV. The NIV says, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing. Can you see? What makes the kingdom move is force. Do you understand? If the kingdom is going to move in your life, you need to be forceful. You need to be aggressive. If the kingdom is going to manifest in your family, you need to be aggressive. Yes? That's been forcefully advancing and forceful who? Men. Lay hold of it. Nobody's going to give you your future on a silver platter. <laughs> Hello? Nobody is going to give you your destiny on a silver platter. God will show it to you, but you have to fight for it. It's the principle. Go read the Bible. He told Joshua, see, I have Giving you Jericho. It's king and it's mighty men. I've given them to you. So you now curse her, her out. No. The moment you say, I've given it to you, next thing, go fight for it. You see how it works. So when God says to you, when you get a prophetic word, and God says, I'm going to do this for you. Get ready to fight. Get ready to fight. Amen. But most Christians, God speaks to them. Oh, wow, that's wonderful, powerful, yeah. And then they go, sit down. But you don't realize that that's the beginning of the battle. That's the beginning of the battle. God shows you something. That's the beginning. It's not the end. It's the beginning. You must be aggressive. Amen. You must be ready to fight. Amen. That's how it works. Even Paul told Timothy, wage a good warfare huh? by the prophecies that have been spoken over your life. Wage a good warfare with the prophecies. So when you receive it, get into a fighting mode. Start fighting. How do you fight? You fight by faith. He's not talking about taking ammunition to go and fight. No, no, no. You need to be aggressive in your faith. You need to have a fighting spirit. You need to have a never giving up spirit. Amen. Do you understand me? Amen. You need to have that kind of spirit. It doesn't matter what I go through. I am coming stronger. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. So it's like, it's, you know, it's, have you seen some boxers? They're boxing them. They're going like that. And, you know, they're hitting them, hitting them. And then they come back. Yeah. So life might hit you, hit you. You are going back, going back, going back. But then you are not out. You are not out. Hallelujah. It might push you to the corner. And you are right there in the corner. But you just, just maintain your balance. Hallelujah. And the little strength you have. Poof. You hit the enemy. He'll never recover. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 
You need to fight. We need to fight for souls. We need to fight for this city. We need to fight for this nation. We need to fight for our families. We need to fight for our friends. We need to fight for the body of Christ. We need to fight. That's how the kingdom is going to advance. From the days of John the Baptist. See, the kingdom has suffered violence. Anytime kingdom is mentioned, there's a contest. So, the, the kingdom of darkness now says, no, no, no. We need to do something. We can't lose this place. So, it becomes a contest. Do you understand? The moment you now start saying, I'm a king. Huh? Since when? There's a conflict. Herod now rises up. And he wants to kill he wants to wipe out all the children. Why? To get rid of the king. It's because of one king. All from two years old and under. To wipe them out. Why from two years old? Because it took them two years to travel from when they saw the star. To get there. So he calculated it. Do you understand? Wipe them all out. All because of one person. You, you don't know how many people the enemy has attacked because of you. Just because you want to become something. He says, no. Wipe everyone out. We're going to fight. Let's stand up on our feet. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord fighting spirit. We're fighting for our destiny. We're fighting for God's promises. Every promise that God made for you concerning your life is going to be fulfilled if you will fight for it. If you will not surrender. If you will not allow Satan to rob you of that. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's what he comes to do. He wants to destroy your future. Amen. He wants to destroy your destiny. Amen. He wants to steal it. He wants to, he wants to steal your crown. Amen. He wants to steal your promotion. Amen. He wants to steal your position in the spirit. But you must not allow that. Amen. 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 Come on. Let's just begin to declare in the name of Jesus. Come on. Makabos dostaha. I declare. By the word of the Lord, as a king in your kingdom, my Lord and my God, I thank you. Thank you for the authority you've given to me right now. In the name of Jesus, my Lord and my God, my Lord and my God. I release a fighting spirit here. I release a fighting spirit here. In the name of Jesus. My Lord and my God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now, listen to me. You know, the Lord said something to me a while ago. Part of the reason, part of his purpose for my life has to do with the things I'm sharing with you. So, there's need for a fight. <laughs> Do you understand me? Amen. There is no way, if you are going to be part of this church, you must be a fighter. Amen. Because there is, a, there, 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 is, there is a mantle that the Lord has placed upon us. Yes. That we are going to fight and we are going to defeat the enemy. Yes. 
Hallelujah. We are going to defeat the enemy. Now say this after me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your hand upon me. I thank you for your anointing upon my life. You have made me a king and a priest in your kingdom. Right now, I stand in my office as a king and as a priest in your kingdom. In the name of Jesus, I draw from the powers of heaven right now to execute your will and your purpose in my life. In the name of Jesus, I decree that every work of the enemy against me, against my future, is terminated. In the name of Jesus, let the kingdom of God manifest in my life and through my life. From now on, I walk in power. I walk in dominion. Because I'm a king and an ambassador for Christ. In the name of Jesus, every work of darkness in my life comes to an end. Right now, in the name of Jesus, every representation of darkness in my life ceases to operate. In the name of Jesus, I wipe out every work of darkness. I terminate every operation of hell in my life, in my family. In the name of Jesus, I decree the kingdom of God. Heaven come down right now in my life. In the name of Jesus, the hand of oppression is broken over my life. In the name of Jesus, I declare that my future is bright. In the name of Jesus, the future of my family is bright. In the name of Jesus, by the authority vested upon me, by the powers of the age to come I release manifestations manifestations of glory manifestations of blessings manifestations of the promises of God in my life in my family in the name of Jesus in the body of Christ in this land in the name of Jesus, let the heavens open over my life from now on. Like the heavens open over Jesus, let it open over me and all my endeavors from now on. In the name of Jesus, I receive strength. I receive capacity, I receive capacity to, overpower to overpower every work of the enemy. Of the enemy. In, the In the name of Jesus, every ruling power, every, ruling power. Every, prince of every prince of darkness that has withstood me, has withstood me. is overpowered right now. Overpowered. In, the In the name of Jesus, because a stronger than he is here. I overpower him. I bind them. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, receive the spoils. Let the spoils be released. In the name of Jesus. Let the goods of the enemy, the goods he has stolen from me, the goods he has stolen from my family, be released right now in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus 
Thank you, Lord. I see it's like treasure boxes are opening. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Listen to me. There are some of you that actually the enemy has robbed not only you, but your entire generation. But now it has been released. In the name of Jesus. It has been released. I see that treasure box. The hidden treasures have been released in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lord, I thank you. I release those blessings over their lives right now. Everything the enemy has stolen, I command to be restored right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. There's somebody, you are going to receive a call this week. You are going to receive a call from an unknown. You, you didn't expect it. An unexpected call. It's from the Lord. And it is for good. The Lord says it is for good. I don't know who that person is. But it is for good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Let's appreciate the Lord. Come on. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.